recording? Uh, yeah. Is this yeah. us? Yeah, we're back. Deprecated podcast. All right, Reboot. let's just get straight into Season it. Two. Obama did 9-11. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> okay. Well, that was, we, we already blew. That was the climax of the episode. Okay, fine. So. I buried the lead. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. Well, how long has it been since our last deprecated episode? Um, Without looking at a calendar. Well, the, I know the last one was like September 2020 or something like that. Wow. So. Yeah. We did like five episodes, I think. Yeah, good quality, five episodes. I think you lost like 10 episodes <laughs> along the way. Right, yeah. But, um, you know, we live and we learn and we love and we laugh and we they eat. Were, were, and we're vaccinated. Oh, yeah. That's another thing. Yeah. yeah did you uh, buy your vaccination card off Etsy yet? Uh, like oh, those, yeah. Uh, I the mean, fake ones? That that I think it would be harder to get an Etsy vaccination card than just actually going <laughs> and getting a yeah. vaccination. Yeah, I know someone that was like arguing with uh, one of their coworkers who was like, you know, super excited about ordering the fake vaccination card. Like, you could just get the vaccination for free. Yeah, if you want, but not, it's not like, only can you get it for free, but like, there hasn't been one thing where I've needed to show my vaccination card. Thus yeah, far. yeah. <laughs> the government, like, I, 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 like, you know, reading online, there was a bunch of people online saying the government's going to impose a pas- vaccine passport and, blah, blah, and they're going to digitize it and Bill Gates and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that is yet to pass. Mm-hmm. We'll see. You yeah. know, I don't trust the government, but eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Details. Speaking of which, I'm reading this book by uh i forget the name but it's the name the name is chaos i forget the author's name and basically it's like charles manson was like an mk ultra participant or something like that you ever heard oh of yeah this? yeah no no I, I know that yeah i've heard of that dude that's yeah. crazy <laughs> i don't know if it's true or not but it's crazy no no that's 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 definitely true that he was um i think it was like declassified that he was part of you know or maybe it was like revealed through interrogations that he was part of those like uh, experiments on like uh, using psychedelics to control minds. That's pretty cool. I mean, I think the government does cool things and that was that's one of them. Yeah. Very cool. Experimenting on, on its citizens is always. Uh, yeah. It's for the greater good, right? Your tax dollars at work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so besides, you know, reading uh, these books that poison our mind, what else? What else you've been you've been doing, Evan? Well, dude, like, I mean, working just I, I revamped my entire home network. Super exciting stuff. OK. <laughs> Uh, are you no. like all ubiquity or now or no no i just wasn't ubiquity the one that got like hacked or something like yeah, that? yeah yeah and then they tried to cover it up yeah yeah they didn't they didn't like oh, dude that's so bad that whole yeah that's why i'm like kind of glad i don't have any ubiquity gear now but weren't they supposed to be the saviors of networking <laughs> yeah they kind of were like that was their their whole thing was being so uh <laughs> like cheap it was like cheap enterprise gear and like really easy to set up and use and stand up like anywhere without like licensing stuff um it was just like firmware updates that you would get it's not like you know enterprise wi-fi gear enterprise networking stuff is generally really expensive and has like a lot of dumb like warranty licensing stuff specifically like cisco has a lot of that weird um like I've seen stuff online of people. They have their Wi-Fi system. Cisco is called uh, Meraki. And um, 
people just talk about how like Meraki, like you have to get like licenses for the access points every few years and you end up getting like locked into it. And then if you don't pay for the license, the Wi-Fi just shuts down and stuff like that. They call it Meraki because it's, it's miraculous when you get a customer service yeah. representative. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, well, Unify is basically the same. The only support that like Unify had is like their forum. So yeah, makes. Uh, oh, is that the ubiquity thing? Yeah, yeah, the Unify stuff is like you. You had to just rely on the the support forum for that. But well, that's cool. Have you has your life noticeably improved after you revamped your home network? Um, I mean, yeah, we did some cool stuff. Like, so let's see. Yeah, I mean, everything is just running in containers now. Ooh, no, no Russian container. hackers for you. Yeah, none of that. Just pure. I could just delete a service and then just come right back up i've got the synology now too oh uh, yeah I, I see that right there it's beautiful you got your storage two three point five what do you got raid zero there what do you got i mean it's it's using the synology hybrid raid and i just have two drives so it's just like doing the oh it's raid one or whatever. yeah so it's it's nothing crazy it's only like four terabytes because dude it's like expensive getting the the enterprise drives like yeah so, oh, it's very expensive especially yeah. I don't know if you saw online that Chia cryptocurrency is like proof of space. That's <laughs> causing uh, storage to be massively overpriced right now. What? Yeah. yeah. I've never heard. I haven't heard of this one. Yeah. Don't, don't. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> None of this matters. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the crypto crypto boomed while we were away. Then it had a bit of a downturn in the last like couple of weeks because Elon said it's energy inefficient. What does he know? <laughs> what is the, one of the smartest people on this planet know? Well, anyway? I mean, he he was the one pumping Dogecoin and B- Bitcoin and all that shit. Yeah, with well, his that was tweet. so weird. Like, like, dude, that fucking SNL bit where he's like, that was so bad. Oh, dude. Oh, Dogecoin is. Oh, da, da, da. He, he's, they said Dogecoin like three times, and they made it like the basis of like like one of the, I think it was like the weekend update sketch or whatever. That was it was so just weird. It was, Everything was so shoehorned. Yeah. But I mean, like, yeah, it's bad. It was cool seeing Grimes, though, as, like, Princess Peach or whatever. Oh, yeah. No reaction from the crowd (laughs) in that, too. (laughs) They didn't know. Not a lot of people know who Grimes is. I dig some of her music, Well, people, I mean, like, people our age know who Grimes is, but not, like, you know, the audience of SNL, which is, like... Even people our age, I don't... She's not, like, a a, uh, Kanye West or anything. No, but she she was big in, like, when we were in college, like, I heard of her like she was like indie right amongst like she was the like hip. indie electronic amongst yeah. the hip crowd she was known right right yeah so yeah i mean like that's that's how i found out about her and stuff and yeah that whole thing with her and elon musk is weird but you know they're who cares they're naming their child weird they already things. named it uh fucking x you know, yeah x x dash 13 i think that's is pretty the cool. beginning of Good it for them. so yeah a lot of people have a problem with that i'm just like you know what names are bullshit anyway it's literally just like some bullshit trending twitter topic that people can be just to be like <laughs> just some slop to just like you know be angry at or just be like <laughs> why is this happening like people like, were okay. bored were bored during quarantine what else are you gonna do yeah i was fucking bored that's why yeah I think the coolest thing that I set up the for the home network was like the the gardening setup with like the right. Bluetooth sensors. Right, that's pretty dope. You and you can view that at Evan.me or something like that. <laughs> no, I I don't have it like publicly viewable, but I have I just have a strike that from the record. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's yeah, I forget what what I 
set as the I think I just access it via just like an IP address, but I use um Home Assistant, which is like an open source thing. Right. Tech Tips has like done stuff about it. Doesn't use like Zigbee or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like all like all those like whatever the protocols that like those Internet of Things devices, IoT devices, smart thermometers, smart plugs, whatever, they all can like hook into Home Assistant and then Home Assistant you can write uh like scripts and automations to like just like how if you have like those Philips Hue bulbs like I have I have a few of those yeah so you could write those into like the like you could do have something where like the Philips Hue stuff can interact with like your TV whereas like that wouldn't be possible through like Philips's like right app yeah I see like people's lights being informed by what's going on on the television and stuff yeah that's cool it's you know we're living in a brave new world yeah it's all right yeah i think um yeah i was it was a trip trying to get everything set up because i've got like i have like multiple mini computers strewn about the condo like i have like an odroid n2 which is like a stronger raspberry Pi. haven't they like not updated that in like 20 years they've updated that like i think the version that i have is from like three years ago and it's like still as good as a raspberry pi 4 oh, okay um the n2 plus is like their updated one but yeah i have the the n2 and that's like hosting like all the docker containers and stuff and then uh that's also running like home assistant and then i have a raspberry pi 3 on top of the garden tent that like has um it's running like this weird forwarding service that uh, will connect via Bluetooth to the sensors that are down in the pots in the garden. And then it pulls them like every 15 minutes and then it sends that data from the Pi wirelessly to the N2. Is this some software that you... It's like it's like a someone GitHub, else? yeah, it's okay. like a GitHub like script. I was about to say publish this shit. That's some next level. Because it's like it, they had to specifically write it for these like... Um, it, it, it's like these uh these chinese like uh soil sensor type things uh and they're super cheap and uh they, they they're slowly leaching chemicals into the plants yeah, yeah so it's it's interesting seeing like those results and um it's cool to build like a little dashboard where we could see like okay um we have like an automated watering system going it's pretty rudimentary it's just like works up you know water's like twice a day i think Uh, it has it's another amazon cheapo water pump device that it was like trying to like set the timing schedule for it via like the on-screen lcd is like fucking like awful so we're not we seem to have it like working right now but it just runs on a schedule and then i can actually see thanks to like the data from the sensors i can get like a graph of like the moisture like over the last like 72 hours and stuff like that so I can make sure that, yeah, like the plants are getting watered. and um, well, I hope that the end product is Chinese poison herbs. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can see the end product. It's uh, on the shelf um, oh, over there. <laughs> yeah. That looks like some good chamomile and sage. Yes, yes. It's a natural herb garden. Uh, many native indigenous species <laughs> that we're trying to uh, do around here. but. Yeah, man, that's really all that I had been working. I mean, I got a PS5 and an Xbox Series X. I remember that was we. I think we recorded our last episode before those were out. Oh wait, you got both a PS5 and a Series yeah, X. Yeah, yeah. How I did got you both. do that? Were you? 
Were you refreshing a page for that's, 24 hours a that's day? That's what you're doing during quarantine is you, you're, you're yeah, I got all the, I had like bots set up and stuff to send me a text if like, you know, Walmart updated their stock listing or something. The first one that I was able to get Damn, was you the should have flipped these for like triple. You should have been a six. No, I, I need, I see, the thing is, I'm not scum like you are <laughs> flipping your switch for $500 hey, that's, or whatever. That's, that's capitalism, baby. That's, that's good. <laughs> Good news right there. Yeah. See, I, I'm a I'm a true gamer and I wanted the consoles. I was I really like the Series X, I kinda like that was uh I, I did want it, but I was like since I was like really pissed off that I couldn't get a PS five at the time, I went and I just was like, you know what, I'm I'll I'll get the Series X and I was pleasantly surprised. It has like really cool um dev mode stuff you can do that's like completely yeah. legal i saw that you could put like emulators and stuff on there yeah yeah and it's it's just 20 bucks for the dev mode license and then they let you just boot into a thing and install any you know whatever they're, they're like universal windows programs uwp that like app pack, the stuff that's like when you install some shit from like the windows store it's like that sort of application package so I you can install that stuff xbox they got they got it right they got rid of that stupid connect thing yeah i mean connect was all They'll right bring it back somehow probably <laughs> they, they just lost focus last generation yeah they're they trying to do this like gimmicky bullshit when it comes to video games you need precise input that's why i don't love uh consoles because the the controller just isn't not as precise as a mouse, in my opinion. Yeah, for for those yeah for those kinds of games. I mean, that's why they have like you know aim assist for um, yeah. consoles, which is fine. Like, I mean, yeah, I don't really play first person shooter stuff on consoles right. anymore, but um, it's nice that now you know you can play account you you can have a console and like play stuff at 60 fps like now de console developers are targeting like higher frame rates even like they're 120 fps they can they can do it what, for, was, cause they're powerful. what was that one botch release by cd project red oh uh Cy cyberpunk 2077 has that, has that been fixed have you been playing that recently uh we play I, I beat it i beat it like within the first month it came out and i thought the story was actually really good it's just the the whole world there's a lot of like glitchy stuff it we beat it on the uh ps4 pro like before i had the ps5 and like there's only like a after i think like the second week when they released like the the first like big patch it was like there was no maybe like one or two crashes on it yeah um, I, I assume they uh i on, assume on they, ps5 they though that. like if you because they don't have the like you know next gen version released for it they just you can just play the ps4 version on the ps5 and the frame rate's unlocked and it's like clean like 60 fps the entire time which is pretty impressive considering the scale of the the city itself though it's like kind of a dead world it's like huge and vertical like that's what was really it's a really impressive cityscape but yeah i totally uh like you know not a fan of how they uh totally fucked everything about that development process and made uh all the developers lives like a living hell just to meet uh a yeah, dead, like a dumb deadline and then they still took like giant bonuses from it just. See, see that's capital that's the beauty of capitalism yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. how dare you yeah so you play video games you did so quarantine was good you enjoy yeah. it. it was the best time of your life yeah yeah basically just chilled play, got video game music, consoles you, you have your band your uh, no band, no more band oh it's no. disbanded it is it is disbanded yeah it's wow. just yeah it was a a group kind of decision to 
Um, you were you were making too much money. There was too much drugs, too many yeah. girls involved, and you said enough's enough. We yeah, need a lot of just you know debauchery involved. Debauch. In, yeah, your world tour came to a crashing halt <laughs> yeah. when you overdosed on heroin. Yeah, it okay. was just a you know, you know, it happens. Yeah, <laughs> that no, that's, stuff, that's part so. of that's part of the. Uh, I feel like that doesn't have do 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 rock bands do that now and go around the world and yeah. doing heroin and. Yeah. And having debauch. You know, it's a lot easier than you think <laughs> to do that. Listen, I just I'm just too good of a boy. I don't I don't partake in such clandestine activities. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's um Yeah, I'm I'm kinda just like taking a little break from doing like music stuff overall. I mean I've done some of the like solo stuff still, but it's more just uh, I just focus on like my own chops and stuff like that just getting better and writing stuff and whatever but um yeah i needed to take like a pretty big uh i need to take like a, a step back from it and and chill for a bit okay. um, just because of enough. stuff that was going on but yeah um other than that man i was just like as far as like any other recent stuff is, so tell me about your uh before you came here uh you attended a hot yoga session okay there was a hot yoga session this morning and, you know, you think yoga is like everyone's going to be peaceful and chill. <laughs> like you have that in your mind, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm just sitting there afterwards just like dying on this bench because I was just in a 115 degree room for an hour and 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, because they literally like make it hot in oh, there, right? Oh, hot yeah. and humid. Yeah. And you're moving around. So yeah. I'm, I'm just dying on a bench. This guy comes up to me. He makes he starts to make small talk. I can see this crazy look in his eye. <laughs> and all of a sudden we're getting into... The the Wuhan and Fauci. Oh my and, god, dude! <laughs> holy fuck! And and um, all this all this crazy shit. And um, I, I I was pretty proud of myself because he was saying like masks are ineffective or some shit. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, you're in a hospital. <laughs> you're getting surgery. They, they open up your abdomen. Yeah. Are you gonna tell the Are you gonna tell the surgeon to take off his mask because it's not effective? Yeah. No, yeah. you're gonna thank the surgeon for wearing a mask. Well, so anyway, I was proud of that. I came up with that analogy in the moment. Yeah. After After an intense sweat session, you had to yeah. debate the effectiveness of masks with a uh, Yeah. I forget the a quote. bougie individual in a I very forget, nice. I forget the quote, but, but it's like Mark Twain said something along the lines of uh, "Don't debate like." idiots they have more time and practice than being an idiot than you do <laughs> yeah yeah fair fair yeah anyway, um, but besides that cool. you know i'm trying to get back on that exercise grind boxing mm. yoga all that yeah i need to beach. get back into it now that i've been like fully now that i'm like you know fully vaccinated and stuff it's like it's, it's time i was to working out at home and you know doing the doing the bike and stuff but it just it'd be nice to be able to go back to the gym and once i start going back like actually into the office then i can start using the gym in like my office's like building that i was like super excited for like the first two weeks when i started and then we had to evacuate them and then we had and to then shut leave down. the building so you yeah, should, you should go work out with Kinopaki. I saw him at a bar in PB a couple months ago. Yeah, that's dope. Dude. He's gym more jacked than ever. My lord, he's a th he's just pure muscle. Yeah, he's um yeah he's shredded. He's uh that's his thing hitting the gym. So I mean yeah, but he was telling me like it's it's been like hard trying to like because uh, when he was going to the gym uh, during like quarantine periods like they would have to he'd have to like schedule you sign up for like an hour that you would like be at the gym and there's only like certain amount of people yeah, out crazy. in there and it was just a, a lot to like 
deal with and coordinate. And it's hard for people who are like, you know, they going to the gym is like super, super part of like their routine. And I like, you know, the gym, I, you know, would do it like every other day or three times a week or something like that. But it's like, it wasn't like, you know, a daily routine for me. And for those people, it's like really, I could just see like that whole situation being just fucking awful like having to yeah 100 percent like release like the endorphins from working out and stuff and you can't really like you can you can sort of do it but you really for in my opinion you can't fully like get that full experience working out at home yeah i i became a fat piece of shit and <laughs> started hating myself for not being able to go to the gym so i'm very happy <laughs> now to, you're back at it <laughs> very happy to be back uh yeah so you know you got that going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides that, moving to, I'm moving to Pacific Beach in a month. Yeah, with my sick. buddy who works at Apple, so I'm gonna be able to give all the new products, Leak all scoops. the details. On, that's how we're gonna make this podcast I, huge: is leaking every <laughs> Apple release months in advance. After this podcast, I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Cut yeah. th- cut that from the edit. <laughs> hi, Sadie. Oh, your cat, your very aged cat, is coming to say hi to me. She's such a sweetie. Yeah, she's the best. Oh, I love you, Sadie. Um, yeah, man. As far as like other tech stuff going on, like I remember you sent me the video like last week or a couple of weeks ago about the uh, uh, MQA. Uh, stuff. Yeah, MQA, and then in general, I texted you and Bablo. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little while ago, and I said, you know what? I'm not going to manage my music collection anymore. It's way too much of a hassle. Yeah. And you said, boo. I'll, I'll love to get into that. <laughs> um, but I, I still stand by that. But since doing that, I have found that there is a bit of a downside. So yesterday, I went to the beach Yeah. And with some friends, and then I brought the Bluetooth speaker, and I go on Spotify. And Here my, we go. my favorite playlist for beaching is called Sun Showers. They just deleted it. It's no longer there. <laughs> oh, so wow. I'm left without sick beach songs just because on a whim, Spotify said we're not going to this, host this on our platform anymore. So out, out the gate, one downside of not hosting your own music. Mm, yes. that's an. I mean, you could, someone could argue like, oh, yeah, well, on Spotify, if you pay for the premium, you can like download the music. So technically, you could have downloaded the Sun so what was it? Sun grooves? Sun showers. Sun showers. Yes. You could have da- downloaded the sun showers playlist and like had that all, you know, cached to your phone, all whatever, like 500 songs that the playlist probably had. Like sure. But maybe a hundred. Y- you know, if they... you buy a new phone or something, that just shit's going out the yeah, window. Yeah. So that's, that's a big deal. Like with the streaming stuff. I mean, yeah, I am still an adherent to, you know, my local music collection. My It's nice, but you have to admit it's time consuming and yeah. sometimes tedious to yeah. uh, Well, if curate. I want to like sometimes if I'm, you know, I'm playing a game like on PS5 or something, I'm listening to like, you know, a podcast on my phone, I want to like listen to a song really quick. It's like I'll just open up Apple Music or or it's like Thursday night at 9 p.m. and like a bunch of new albums dropped. It's like, okay, I'll just go on Apple Music right now and just like preview like just listen to them kind of and it's in good enough quality to where i'm like okay i can make a a reasonable decision about this yeah Um, apple apple started hosting lossless their alac codec i don't know if are they gonna use alac for that because i'm hoping that they do but i'm not sure because mqa i was like did some reading about that is like mqa can be like 
encoded into like FLAC and ALAC files. So, so for those that don't know about M- MQA, it's the it's the codec that Tidal uses, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they represent it as a loss. That they used to at least represent it as a lossless codec, which means um, what you put in is what you get out in terms of yeah in terms of bit. Yeah, it's, it's like when it when it when a song is like you know mixed and mastered. Finally, you like the final mastered copy of a song uh, is like you know the purest like digital copy of you know what was created in the studio. So like you take that and you can turn that into a FLAC or an ALAC file and it'll preserve all of that information, but it'll reduce the file size because you know raw like wave files, which is normally the file type for like you know raw pure like uncompressed audio um that will uh you know you can reduce the file size you can play it on a certain players and stuff or on your computer but um so but this mqa not only is it not lossless right right but there's no file size like uh uh, it doesn't make the file size lower yeah so it's like the worst of both worlds yeah yeah it's the thing is is also like the riaa and like it's it's heavily supported by like all the music licensing kind of organizations because they get a cut of yeah it's all royalty stuff like because even like neil young um said something he's you know a musician if people did not know this but (laughs) neil young um who is also like a hi-fi like audio guy too like he because he had that that player i think it was called like right the ponyo yeah 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 yeah. ponyo ponyo whatever the thing thing was wasn't Uh, that a that was a pixar movie miyazaki movie (laughs) is uh ponyo but it was like poyo or something in the and so he's always been kind of about like audiophile stuff but he was like yeah this is like bs just to collect royalties and uh yeah so it's yeah, it's it's interesting. It's something you have to look for. Like most, I think uh, Spotify is just three hundred twenty kilobits. MP three is their top tier. So if you have a really good setup, you're you know you're you're losing something if you go with just these streaming services. Although Deezer, uh, <laughs> I think Deezer has really good quality flag. It's it's okay. Like I mean, you can compare. People have run like the spectral analysis of like when they download like you know when they acquire a flac file from deezer <laughs> and then you know compare it to like a flac file encoded from a cd there are differences and i've noticed it just from like when i download you know the source you know for example you buy an album from bandcamp right yeah and like you can choose to buy like download it as like wave or flac or even like alac and so i downloaded it as alac and it's like in the top premiere <laughs> The cat's just looking at. The, she's going for that treats bag right Aww, now. Oh, good girl, Sadie. But um, <laughs> can't she have unlimited treats? She can. Um, she's a good girl. All right, <laughs> kitty. Oh. No, can we? What, you guys want to say about this? Okay. Here. Meow. The treats are over here. Oh, huh? she's such a good girl. Here you go. Right here, hun. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, the Sadie <laughs> should really have a microphone for this podcast. I think she. She does yeah. some good wisdom to impart. Yeah. Yeah. She's been around the block, but yeah, the, the stuff on Bandcamp, like I can tell that there's like a difference between, um, those files. Like, uh, they, they sound a little different. Um, but I mean, even like the lossless, if I get the lossless from Deezer, it's 
definitely like it's it's great. Like it's, it's better a real, than MP3. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hands down better than MP3. And I can con- and I don't feel bad like converting it to like 320 M4A, which is like mainly the like format that I keep all my stuff in is like oh you keep, it, you keep it in a lossy format I do but it's in AAC which is like superior in like a million different ways to mp3 so it preserves the the data in as like close to a lossless manner I think there's maybe one or two codecs that might do better than it as far as like a lossy compression format but it's way better than mp3 and it sounds pretty close to the lossless like close enough to me to and the file size saving is uh excellent yeah so you know i think even though there are downsides to not maintaining a local music collection i think i'm i think i'm okay with it i, I just i've just had like piles and piles of mp3 and flack and wave uh files just dominating my hard drive for years i said okay this weekend i'm gonna get to organizing and class i just i never did it yeah i'm doing a digital declutter in general in my yeah. life yeah if it's not useful in my life i'm saying be gone with you yeah that's uh i mean it's it's necessary to do, it's pretty easy to become a digital hoarder like, oh yeah at least especially you know from like what's that called there's a subreddit called data hoarder right and that's like people who have i think i saw something where they're talking about who has like the biggest you know amount of stuff on that subreddit and someone had petabytes of material oh no and i like that's a thousand terabytes uh yes that is over a thousand terabytes i can't even how the hell do you even have that much storage it was it was absurd how much like and how many like drives they said they had and like it's like what are they storing on (laughs) well i think we know what they're storing (laughs) yeah yeah, i think i think we know yeah Uh, yeah but uh yeah no I, you know, I'm removing files on my computer. I'm, I'm, I'm deactivating accounts. I'm, yeah, that's that's a that's a big thing too. Is like I'm just deactivating. Not to, this is too much on the internet. There's too much to do on the computer. I'm I'm simplifying. I'm trying to live in the real world. This is why I called you twice last weekend because <laughs> I'm trying not to text. I'm trying to call people. I mean, that's cool. Like yeah. I don't I don't mind calls. It, like yeah. I, I just interrupted a breakfast with you. Fam, but uh, no, no worries. <laughs> but no, no. In general, it's like, you know, I'm just trying to, and it feels okay. I'm like two days into a real good detox. I read this book, Digital Minimalism. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but uh, it's it's like it's it's kind of on the same wavelength as that one Netflix documentary where the kids are like, oh, social dilemma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's on that same wavelength. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm done to check that. I mean, I have to go through like probably like every few months or so. I like do a full like clean out of like my main personal email address where I go through and I'm like, okay, what am I getting like spammed with? Like, like what, you know, is new egg spamming me with unsubscribe. deals? Every day? Yeah. Unsubscribe. Like, sub- unsubscribing to every single like REI fucking like any of the like native instruments, any of these companies that like you put your email address down and they immediately subscribe to you to shit. It's like, I've thankfully been able to, you know, I have to, you know, do that every few months because, you know, they'll somehow you have to, I don't know how new people, account that I'll need will then suddenly have add me to another list or whatever. How so. do people not do that? I have, Oh, former, people don't do that. I have I've former lovers. I have family. Yeah. I, I have people who I look at their inbox and I say, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. Like the, the, it just, took me a long time. The to signal really to noise ratio in some people's inboxes. I don't, 
I don't get it. Like, mm-hmm. how do you actually see what's important coming into your inbox versus just complete and utter garbage? Like, it right. doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, I had at one point I would check my iPhone. It said I had like 13k unread emails, yeah. and I was like, "This has got to stop." <laughs> and uh, but I, I understand, like, because like I'm like lame when it comes to email, and that I when I most people that are efficient with Outlook or email, they they don't keep like their inbox. It's like even if they read an email in their inbox and then they sort it, they like file it into a That's folder. That's me, baby. I got yeah. inbox zero every yeah, like, day. Yeah, the inbox is always zero. Even if like it's it has files that you've you've read, messages that you read, they got filed. So it's like the inbox is clean. For me, no. The inbox, it's like I read it and then it's like cool, dude. We should have an episode about this where we discuss this deeper, but. Yeah. My general thing is I have automatic uh like sorting, right? I, Filters. I have automatic rules. Yeah. Shit like, you know, credit card reminders. Yeah. Stuff that I know, like I, I already have like Yeah, I, that's I Amazon my, stuff. I have for my me. credit card yeah. set to auto pay every month, so I don't need to, you know, be reminded that my bill is due and Yeah, you just might as well have it for record in case you I, need I to just have it for re- it. I, yeah. I send that to my receipts automatically. That's something that yeah, I don't same. need to think about. Same, yeah. I, I set that up like years ago for like Amazon receipts. Yeah. Like, yeah, bank stuff. Like, a lot of that stuff could just go get filed into like, you know, I have, I have a Gmail receipts archive. folder. And once every couple of years, I go into my receipts folder and then I do a keyword search of everything in receipts prior to 2000 and whatever. Mm-hmm. Insert just year. like a certain retention policy, right? Yeah. yeah. Every couple of years, I just delete because, you know, there's, you can only have 15 gigabytes of storage on your Google account. Yeah. So delete that stuff and you know, it's working inbox zero almost every day. My life, dude, my life is, uh, it's beautiful. It's decluttered. Also, I turn off notifications for Gmail on my phone. Oh, nice. Like once or twice a day, I'll check my email, Mm -hmm. sort through it. It's good. Yeah. I've never had notifications on for email only for, um, work emails that i'd have notifications okay, for but enough. yeah like nothing for like my gmail app i don't have notifications on that enabled and i have my gmail account hooked into like you know the default ios like mail app yeah but i don't have notifications on for that i just like you know i just check it it's a lot i i know that i the only emails that i really like care about like you know re- like that i get a notification for would be um work stuff because it's like you know that's a primary mode yeah, yeah. of contact. So if it's important to you, yeah, by all means. But yeah, there are plenty of apps that I've turned off the notifications on my iPhone. Very easy to do that. You, there's a whole notification section where you can go through and just one by one turn off notifications, configure notifications. It's 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 really helpful not to have your phone constantly dinging and just have like a good signal to noise ratio. Yeah. Of like good information coming at you versus just absolute garbage. Well, dude, this is um, a bit of a switch here, but did you see the like leaked Windows build stuff no, that came out a few days ago? I heard about it. There's a insider. Everyone's like Windows 11. It's like the the they're calling this leak, but it's then they call the build like Sun Valley or something like that. But major overhaul. Uh, pretty big UI re refresh or reorganization of like one of the biggest annoyances or changes of windows 10 which is the settings app um because you know they don't do control panels like they're still but stuff has is getting moved from control panel to settings and back and forth and there's no consistency just like 
every other aspect of UI in, <laughs> in Windows. But yeah, they it looks good. I think like it looks it's a better version of how it was before. Like the problem with like their current UI stuff is that they waste so much space with like you know tiles or like yeah like just a lot of unused like white space that like doesn't look good when you're like reading you know uh, like what i've learned through like in terms of like when you're trying to design something for readability is you put you basically uh, people in western countries or americans whatever they read from the top left to the bottom right so like diagonally in that way so you put information that's why like you know, when you play games like the health bar would be at like the top left and yeah. like other stuff's at the bottom right. Like th- that's just kind of how the eyes work naturally when we read. And so um, it looks like they kind of took a page from that and have been, you know, it, it looks a little bit more professional, a little less like, you know, Windows 8 still, you know, like Man, they've been they've been reeling from a UX standpoint. Some yeah. Windows, Windows 8 was what, like 2000, early 2010s? <sighs> Maybe dude yeah yeah i want to say it was like because i think the laptop that i brought with me to college had windows 8 yeah yeah and i because i remember installing the 8.1 update for it and it was a big deal but windows 7 was the pinnacle of ux pinnacle of UX. yeah yeah definitely definitely for ux i think 10 is functionally better just because of the stuff that they which is you know people would argue against it but uh, as an it person it's a lot easier for me to manage stuff in 10 and stuff works better than it would in seven but you know yeah there's aspects that do suck about it but um yeah the the way that they handle updates now is faster and better than how um at least they've improved the experience a lot from earlier builds of 10 but now like with the way like windows 7 and previous versions of windows would handle doing windows updates was like super um janky and then now it's they've improved that a lot and even for like you know windows server like server 2016 well server 2019 is the one that they actually fixed updating um but yeah now they have server 2022 coming out which uh i just looked into the other day um because that's gonna have to probably upgrade stuff at work to that at some point even though there's a machine still running server 2008 on on there which is from 2007 that's I'm been sure it's unsupported like, for like six years i'm sure it has like 30 vulnerabilities <laughs> unpatched vulnerabilities. absurd absurd vulnerabilities yeah well, that's fun but you know that's i've heard some truly you know i mean i've seen a server 2003 that was like it, what was crazy is that it was the only it was like this school that got hit with ransomware and uh everything got taken down except for this server 2003 uh domain controller uh that they had which is like the big master server and it was just because it was too old like it couldn't run the ran the ransomware like couldn't use it and that's like, hilarious yeah so it was like the so old was <laughs> yeah it just couldn't operate on on that old of, and I, I hadn't seen like what like a server because i'd seen server 2008 and server server 2012 was what i'd like when i first started doing it was like what i kind of like taught myself with 2012 r2 specifically but um 2003 is like whoa that was like <laughs> that's a that's crazy um dude there's been a rash of uh crypto yeah attacks. that's a, yeah the ransomware i mean finally you know the oil government is gonna is tra- taking it seriously which is you know good because 
Did you see? Okay, they just released this recently, but so the colonial pipeline attack. Yeah, that was like apparently uh, super, super like the way that they compromised them was like so simple and so like it's like they when they announce these breaches, they make it seem like you know these guys like you know used like a zero day uh, yeah. like this crazy exploit to get. In. It's like no, they like fished a password from someone and like there was this like what what happened with colonial pipeline was there's a legacy like vpn application that only a few people had access to and it didn't have two-factor authentication of course and like this was a password that had like been on the dark web like for like a while already oh and they used that and that's how they got in to do the attack i'm i'm not at all surprised and and they had unpatched exchange too, which that I don't think that was used in the attack. But when security yeah. auditors came and did like a full report, they're like, "Yeah, the the hafnium, uh, uh, like what? I think that's what the name of like the big exchange server vulnerability that like hit hundreds, if not thousands, of uh, exchange servers across, which is Microsoft's mail server. So like in the past, before everything was on Office three sixty five. And a lot of companies are still on Exchange servers. Like you had your own internal mail server, so that's what Exchange was. And there, it, in Exchange, because it's email, it needs to be like front facing to the internet. Like it has to be reachable from the outside. So any Exchange server that had this vulnerability could have just been like probed open by this exploit. And uh, yeah, it screwed Evan, with a lot of people. Evan, NFTs are they bullshit? Yes. <laughs> Yes, I was actually I put that on like my little like outline was like crypto stuff because I, I mean when was when did you first buy buy into Ethereum? That was like uh, 2015, 2014? 20, some somewhere around the mid twenties, twenty tens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude, everyone's talking. There were NFTs were a hot topic earlier this year. Pumping our ETH, I was like, sure, let these people believe that these things are, you know. <laughs> I don't, I don't. Can you ex- can you explain like why it's just ones and zeros, right? Like, some can't somebody just control C, control V? These artworks. Yeah, or? yeah, that's what that's what Bobby was saying too. That's why it's so like ridiculous, is because it's it, it's just a, another way of just figuring out how to just you know charge an scam. absurd amount of money for like art media stuff. Yeah, it, it's just a scam because. A physical mm-hmm. painting. You yeah. can't just control C, control V that. People can try and forge mm-hmm. an artwork. Mm-hmm. That takes incredible skill. Yeah. And a whole you know, a whole host of factors go into that. Like this is literally like if the artist doesn't delete it, or even if they say they delete it, they don't delete it. You just have to trust them that like okay, Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's just ridiculous. Like it's this, trust that's not based off the the implicit trust of like the token. Right. Yes. Like you have to have some other kind of trust in the person who's giving you the license to do this. And that's just doesn't this. It makes no I don't understand how that could give you any value whatsoever. No value. So. So you heard it here first. folks. <laughs> <laughs> NFTs are a complete scam. Yeah. Complete bullshit. You heard it here six months after they became a huge thing. <laughs> that they are. Uh, yeah. Listen, I'm glad that we're doing this in person and not fucking zooming. Yeah. Zoom in where we're. I had, you know, I, you know, I have daily Zoom meetings for my call and whatnot, and for my work rather. Yeah. And it's just like there's nothing personal about them. Everyone's just a zombie. Nothing's real. Yeah, we don't do like I mean because we have Zoom, but um, we don't do. I know like the the 
people at the place I work for do um, uh, meetings over Zoom and, you know, they use it pretty frequently. But I remember like when this was all first going down, like the pandemic, like it was like, oh, like, you know, we need to figure out some form for like a meeting solution. I was like, oh, well, we pay for Office 365, so we should just use uh, Teams. And oh, yeah. like I wrote this like long impassioned essay about why like Teams because it's like free because we already pay for it and it can do all the same stuff. And if we want to dial in numbers, we just need to get this extra license. And then I was like, no, nah, let's just pay. Uh, and then some boomer said, <laughs> my niece uses Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like. The, the idea like you know zoom is easier to use than teams and like was more familiar and it's like okay like it's debatable but you know whatever i'm not gonna like argue that because like zoom was pretty easy to set up especially for like single sign-on stuff like i could just link it to our office 365 accounts and they wouldn't need to know like different passwords or anything like okay, that fair but, enough so that was nice and you know still you know people needed like you know a lot of help using zoom and figuring stuff out about it but i mean you know this whole the whole pandemic thing just kind of changed this was the the field that i kind of work for the people who i work for and normally do stuff in person like everything is like mostly in person so it's weird to do like virtual um stuff any word on sense. going back to the office yeah yeah there actually was word about that like um a few days ago they sent out that they're gonna try and start getting people they're gonna allow people to come back into the office full-time on june 15th and then i think they're shooting for like july to get everyone back in the office they don't want to they're they're having stuff kind of on the table for oh you know do you want to like what about like a hybrid work schedule type thing because i know a hybrid lot of sounds yeah amazing yeah like i think that's and i there's a perceived they think that people aren't as productive um when they're working from home and stuff and true <laughs> in 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 some ways yeah it just some, it some. depends on the stuff because i know someone um at my office that you know they put in more overtime than it, like this past year than they have any other time in their career like yeah. over their like 20 years that they've been doing this and it's like so they and you know they live really far away from the office it would just make it, it makes more sense to just let them have some days at, you know if they need oh, yeah. to go in the office for a thing they can do it but it's like the majority of their job doesn't need to be like we could go paperless for a lot of stuff it's just there's people um that are just kind of stuck on a certain way of doing things and um, hybrid sounds the best of all worlds in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. One, I want to kill I still my, want to be able to go into the office and like meet, you know, like hang out with my coworkers a bit. It's just kind of like, that's, that's like the one thing I kind of yeah. like miss about the office. It's like the social aspect. So. I, I was just about to say, I want to freaking kill myself every single day. <laughs> I want to pull, I want to put a bullet in my brain. Uh, that I just say, I, at my computer and I talk with people I've never met in my life because I yeah. accepted a new job in the middle of the quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just so socially isolating. It's, it's so horrible for my mental health. Uh, I'm, you know, I, I really want to get back into the office. Um, but I, I think I hate commuting as well. So a hybrid schedule just sounds like the best of both worlds. Like 
two or three days a week. You go and socialize and be an actual human being. Mm-hmm. And then you avoid commuting and that, all that horrible stuff that comes with that. Yeah, maybe Fridays everyone works from home or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and even, like, even like three days. Yeah. Like maybe Tuesday, Thursday go in the office. I don't know, however you want to do yeah. it. But just like give me an opportunity to not be like a, a nameless, faceless individual that yeah. just does output. Yeah. Do input, get output, get paid. Yeah, it's yeah. Fucking, it's just dehumanizing. Yeah, yeah. That's no, that's that's fair. Yeah, um, yeah. It's that's such an interesting like uh, dynamic how things. And now that we're shifting into like, I mean, I know a lot of people. You know, for some companies, because I think yeah, people should be at the very least if they want to, you know, work entirely from home do it like i say like for those people that want to like you know because for me like i'm not someone who'd be down i don't want to work from home like all the time like i'd like to see my coworkers and stuff but some people if they you know if their job is like i don't need to you know i i prefer to just work from home the entire time it's like well you know if you're just as productive me as the manager i would be okay with them doing that on, an, on a hybrid sense yeah no but, I, I agree I would from if I was like thinking if I put myself in a managerial mind I would like one day a week hey come say hi to your coworkers yeah like yeah build a relationship uh, yeah like or just have like you know we like a happy hour so I'm like still do even if people are working remote be like yeah well, let's do a in person happy hour at this brewery yeah, like uh, nearby or something just, just give a sense of like hey this isn't some uh, capitalist facade of yeah of just yeah. pure like output like yeah there is yeah. some some sort of humanity a human to element to at least some of it yeah so yeah that's that's super interesting and on that happy note no, no we're not we're not <laughs> no, ending we're it not, we're not, not, next? not yet next? um let's see oh yeah let's see what else did i talk? talked about the home network um how's all the blu-ray ripping going all that um yeah you know some cool do you have like a big collection now of like no no no, no. so what i've started doing as turns out the san diego county library has a lot of great uh blu-rays ready for the ripping even like like 4k 4k they have some 4k not a whole bunch but wow uh, wow yeah i mean turns out the library you know actually like has stuff that people might want yeah yeah Uh, oh i used to use a lot i used to uh, in carlsbad i would hit up the library almost like every week just to grab like maybe almost like it'd be every couple of days and I would just raid their CD collection yeah, yeah. and just, you know, back when I lurked, worked at the library, people would come in with, you know, kind of vagrant homeless looking dudes would come in with these giant laptops and a CD ripper and just go through the entire yeah, yeah. Like CD collection. It's that's we're sharing human knowledge. That I'm is not the... sure about the legality of all this. <laughs> and just for the record, I mm-hmm. think it's all legal. Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. in case someone like, you know, blah blah blah. But uh yeah, that's what I've been doing. And if there's a couple like um there's like a four K release of my favorite movie of all time, which is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna buy that because yeah. A, I don't isn't is I think you talked about uh, I think on our last episode you talked about getting like Criterion stuff. Yeah, I was oh. getting Criterion. I don't know I don't know where we were last time, but I bought a two thousand seven hundred dollar projector from Amazon and then returned it and a then week immediately later. Immediately returned it because I was just sitting there being like, "This is the, the, okay." First of all, like the projector screen was all like wonk. It was like wobbly. <laughs> Like I, I'd only have so much room in my space at my parents' house. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, I set it up in a jank way and, but the, the projector screen itself was wonky. And then 
at the end of the day, it's like, what the fuck am I doing? Just buy a OLED TV for yeah the same price and for like a better experience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Less latency too. Like yeah. if you're doing. But now I'm getting stuff. into this like whole kick of like I don't want to be on the computer or watching TV. I want to mm-hmm. be outside and experiencing life. Boo. Some hippy dippy bullshit. Like yeah, that. yeah. But yeah, no, for instance, I went to the beach yesterday, and that was just like. That was wonderful, man. The yeah. sun was shining. You look around, everyone's happy as hell to just to be outside and be socializing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't relate. I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's you know, I'm I'm trying. Maybe yeah. like I'm I'm so part of the digital minimalist philosophy. Right now I'm on this like thirty day just remove anything but the essentials. So that's what I'm trying right now. And um, That's cool. Yeah, no, so far it's good. You know, my the the, the thoughts in my head that says blah 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 they're a little louder because I'm not like fucking using the internet and TV and all that to mm-hmm. like drown it drown out drown it out yeah yeah but uh, you know eventually they're gonna go away those <laughs> those creeping thoughts hopefully yeah so that's yeah that's cool man I think um, yeah when you, when you're having to uh, I mean because you're not even like playing video games anymore right yeah I I sold my gaming computer luckily you know the chip shortage made it so that make a nice uh made a nice uh, little dollar yeah, no, actually i mean I, I like lost money overall but like uh yeah <laughs> I, I had the i had the itch a couple weeks ago like oh god i gotta play rust so <laughs> and rust is a very graphically intensive game yeah, so I, yeah. I, I downloaded it on my mac mini uh <laughs> and i cranked all the settings 720p i cranked all the settings like to the mm-hmm. lowest and it looked like it just someone smeared like Vaseline <laughs> on my screen. It was so bad, but you know. But you needed your fix. I needed my fix. Mm-hmm. But we I all look, fall off the wagon at some point. Yeah, it's yeah fine. I fell off the wagon hard. But yeah. I found like after like two days of binging that Rust kind of sucks when the, you know all the eye candies turned off. So that was mm-hmm. cool. It was a win from that yeah. aspect. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I like got into like Balloons TD on my phone <laughs> to like try and get a fix. Dude, Bloons TD is such a bag of <laughs> bullshit. They've, they they said they, they make you spend seven dollars on the actual game, and when you spend like seven dollars on a game in the iOS store, you expect that it's a fully fledged, no microtransaction game, wouldn't don't you? But no, there's fr- there's free to play, pay to win elements, like in this seven dollar game. I was so that's why they out. say it contains in app purchases. Yeah, on the I should have I should have looked at little text and been like, this is a scam. <laughs> anyway, yeah. but that's my life. How about yeah. you? I mean. Yeah, that's that's fucking that's that's dark. That's a dark times, dude. Like, I mean, I think like for me, like gaming and stuff. You know, I've I've been able to like you know stay somewhat sane over the last uh, you know year or so with right. all the stuff going on and just other stuff happening like personally. But it's like uh, trying to like drown out the trying to like stay distracted. Sometimes it's like it's harder than it would seem because like oh like if you have like a bunch of stuff or whatever to distract yourself with if it doesn't sound like i generally convince myself out of distracting myself with those things because i just don't feel like it'll be fun doing it like sometimes i'll be like oh i want to play like ps5 i turn it on i'm just scrolling through the games for 30 minutes and i'm like this is why did i turn this on i don't (laughs) want to play any of this stuff i'm like i'm I'm so unfulfilled yeah Um, yeah i mean that's like definitely creeping in the back of my mind during some of these binges is like you're not like doing anything fulfilling like why the fuck you were doing this and it can be an unfulfilling experience sometimes yeah man like 
Yeah, that's why we need our scam coin to fucking. Yeah, take we off. need we need to make a billion dollars, dude. Some sh- hi- shuckster hikes. What, what's the word? A uh, charlatan yeah. messaged me on LinkedIn the other day, <laughs> and he's like, uh, "Hey, you got any ideas in the crypto space?" I'm like, "Yeah, me and my friends are talking about you know forking Nano, blah blah blah." Yeah, and he's like, "Great." I have a network of people. All you have to do is like give me fifty percent of all the circulating coins. And I'm like, oh my I'm god! Like, Damn, there's some fucking dude. That's there's wild. some fucking just sharks. Yeah, there's some sharks out in the water. I mean, the what was that like rug pull that happened like two weeks ago, where they just updated the page with like, ha ha, we took all your money and you can't do anything about <laughs> it. <laughs> it was completely. I like, didn't hear provoking. about this. Like the smart contract or whatever, and just stealing just like <laughs> millions of dollars. It's, it's like that's what people get, dude. The people get greedy, dude. Mm-hmm. My buddy, I'm not gonna name him, yeah, but he's like, yeah, I'm thinking about putting twenty thousand dollars into this, um, into uh, the Tether USDT and putting it on this oh Chinese exchange that's promising forty percent return. Oh my! Thank God. God, I'm like, dude, that's a fucking scam. Do not, because two weeks later they had they got quote unquote hacked. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. all of their supply. I was it's like yeah dude 40 percent return like if it sounds too good to be true it is too yeah good to yeah be true. yeah yeah it's absurd i do uh, like i do like the ethereum proof of stake if you stake 32f you get you're guaranteed like six to eight percent return like yeah, it's just crazy. built into the protocol so that's like that's like guarantee there's i mean it's like comparable to s&p 500 in the long mm-hmm. run but that's yeah really once good. they get rid of um you know like the expensive proof of work stuff, just like, you know, all the environmental uh, downsides of basically do we should do like a bonus episode of just talking about crypto shit just yeah. because it's like, yeah, because we're but, experts. We're fucking <laughs> we're experts. In this we're room. experts. Cause we, we've we been did talking 20 about, minutes of Reddit <laughs> research one time. Well, we have been involved. We have been following it since like 2011 do you, do you still go on like biz or anything like that to every damn day I'm really on there yeah i'm on uh, i can't escape it every day i go on i'm on either g or biz every day probably um just those, to, those are of that horrid website those are like safe safe havens yeah 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 those are the only places where i like feel like i actually like gain i can gain any knowledge or learn anything biz is it will g g is like the only one that i really feel that way biz is like a toss-up because it's like seeing what is being shilled and like meme stock stuff like i mean i've definitely like made money following stuff from from biz you know? biz made me a lot of money when yeah. i when I, I i think it was biz where i had got the idea okay i should invest in ethereum yeah yeah and that in was 2013 yeah a long time ago and yeah biz made me a lot of money yeah uh, you know i try not to yeah that's just chain link my man yeah. that was that was my that was my is that still up. okay is that just doing okay is i mean it? it's dude it was <laughs> i just remember there'd be threads like when chain link went past like a dollar and like you know there's like 10 there's like 10 like pink wojack threads of it like being like going from like one dollar and ten cents to like a dollar and five cents it's like it's tanking it's <laughs> crashing it's never going back up you're screwed kind of thing and um yeah and then it, it i think during like the biggest pump like when eth was like around 4k it hit like 60 or something like that which is nuts like considering how early it was being like heavily shilled on like oh, on every biz. every single thread when i back when i was going on that every single thread was chain link general and like it just like a guy with like the 
the, the, what, are, what are the eyes called when they put the the flare effect on the eyes? <laughs> the like the 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 lens flare, yeah, like the, the sun, like yeah. glowing <laughs> eyes, like yeah, the fucking uh, the guy who does chain link or whatever. Um, I forget his. I think it's like uh, Colin LeMahieu is uh, is uh, Nano. That's that's the Nano guy. I think. Um, Listen, Evan, yeah. we're, we're approaching an hour. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we want to we'll, we'll we want to leave our. This is a good warm up. up we we want to leave our zero listeners with some positive affirmations after yeah. threats of suicide and such. <laughs> yeah. Let's. What What are some positive Definitely. affirmations we can put out in the universe? I mean, just that you know, buy the dip, uh, the dip. <laughs> hodl, hodl. Yeah, hodl. Um, Jesus. Jesus uh, loves you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Go outside. Yeah, that's another. Everything's good one. okay. Yeah, things are good. things are you know everything's great. Getting getting better. Getting better. You we know? should we should go to the beach soon. Like it's yeah fucking gorgeous at the beach right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm definitely down for. Actually, no, I'm not. No shit. Just, we'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll we just get, we'll literally put you in a bucket of sunscreen before we go. Out. Yeah, about that. Yeah, I need it. I need sunscreen and uh, a 5G internet connection, and then I'll be okay. Okay. <laughs> I love you, Evan. All right. God bless. Bye, everyone.